Good morning. Today is Tuesday, November 29th. I am your host, Gina Joe, coming to you live from the TDJP studios located in Mile High City, Coastal Colorado. Welcome back to the program. So grateful to have you with us today. If you're listening on the download, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Hit that bell button so you can join me live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. At 7.45 a.m. Fountain Standard Time. I got people in the chat. Thank you for your love, like, shares, and downloads. Hey, short pants, Robert. Hello. It's going to let me pipe today. <laughs> I hope you're well. We have pregnant starting tomorrow. I'm tomorrow night, actually, at um, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, connecting through movies and um, it should be fun. Um, I'll talk about it a little bit later, but basically, um, the first movie is going to be Pump Up the Volume. Uh, the link is on the Dina Joe Facebook um, page, Dina Joe Podcast Facebook page, I should say. Um, and it has like little clips in it, but and this is the first time we're doing it. We're gonna play the movie. Everybody's gonna watch the movie at their own place, and we're going to have a live chat going on, like a podcast. And then I will play the music to that movie. Hi, BP. Hi, Tex Gal Don. Good to see you. Um, so we'll see how it goes out. It should be fun. As um, why we're doing this is um, Tuttle's Bam Bam to me. <laughs> I have a hard time watching the movies because I just got a lot of stuff going on, and I I just play the soundtrack, and everybody's like, "Well, have you watched the movie?" I'm like, "No, no." So this is a way for me to watch the movie for the soundtrack. That's what I'm gonna play. So thanks, Bam. So we're gonna do that tomorrow. It should be fun. Hi, BP. Hi, Bam Bam. Um, so to, we have a lot to go over. It's Wednesday, Monday. Uh, let's see. I have my Dina Joe um, Yay list uh, starting today. Holiday gift ideas, all kinds of stuff to go over. So let us start with. Um, let me put in here. Hi, baby. I like to say hi to everybody. No, oh, and I totally mixed the already yeah she already left so uh, Texas gal but she's gone so all right so currently Denver 30 and clear like sunny skies high of 58 uh and Canada oh man bam bam you guys are having heavy snow right now it says lots of snow snow in the forecast for your daytime hours at night the skies will be currently cloudy uh, for BP and Outlook, Pennsylvania, 21, mostly sunny, uh, high at 36. I'm from my beautiful friends and my brother in Arizona. We have Tucson at 45 and clear, expect sunny skies, high of 68. Phoenix, 52 and clear, expect sunny skies, a high of 72. And then lastly, for me, Michael in Elkton, Maryland, 26 and sunny, um, expect sunny skies and the high will be. 37. And something else that we're doing um, on the Dina Joe podcast is a little play. 
the ugly sweater contest. <laughs> and this one's an easy one because there's no rules. You can buy one. You can make one. You can have your kids make you one. You can have your grandkids make you one. Or just buy one. I just need a picture of you in it by December 11th. I'm either on the Dina Joe Facebook page, Messenger, or Instagram. And then I will announce the winner on Friday the 15th. So it's coming quickly. Gosh, we, we've been doing talking about this for over a month now, and it feels like it's almost here. So that should be fine. <clears throat> I have to see if um okay. Got a message and I wanted to make sure it wasn't from one of the two of you in here. All right, and we're gonna do some 70s dance hits um later on today in the show. Okay, Garth, be quiet. Um, so yeah, the ugly Christmas sweater. Now let's go to the um, word of the day, quote of the day and all that good stuff. Um, anybody new to the program, I like to start, um, with a little encouragement and this world of hate that we have. So, um, the word of the day that I have today is obstacles, a thing that blocks one's way or prevents or hinders progress. We all have those um, that come into our life. Quotes: um, Obstacles are in our way to see if what you, if what you want is really worth fighting for. And isn't that the truth? Um, a lot of us give up. <laughs> There's no limits, um, only obstacles, and any obstacle can be overcome. And that's by David Bell. So obstacles, overcoming those blocks in the road, um, overcoming. Coming obstacles in life requires resilience and the ability to successfully navigate through the challenges that come your way in order to achieve your goals, or even just your life. Um, it is important to understand that obstacles are an, a natural part of life and everyone faces them at some point, some more than others, some not. Um, anything that stands in our way um, of progress, such as a lack of resources, personal limitations, health, external factors, it's how you react to these obstacles that make all the difference in your success. For some people, it's time to useful to have self-pity, and that's okay to a point. Um, it's important to still feel your feelings, just don't become uh, in that mentality for too long. You've got to get out of that. The way you look at the obstacles can affect how you react to them. If you think that you cannot succeed because of this or that, then you're likely to be overwhelmed with painful thoughts and difficult emotions when faced with blocks to your goals. But if you see these obstacles as opportunities for growth, you can learn from them and become stronger. You have to learn not to dwell on what is out of your hands and accept what you cannot control. Do not allow the slightest little setback hold you back from becoming your best self. Have a little faith in yourself and your capabilities. And it's hard when you're in the middle of it. I've been there so many damn times. And it's hard when you're in the middle to see all the strength that you do have. So are you facing obstacles right now? Don't sit there and wait for too long. Take a step back, analyze them, work and, and make a plan. And most of all, be thankful for whatever you have in your life. Never forget, most people wish 
for what you have, not knowing the difficulties you're going through. So you'll get there. I believe in you. Hi, Wayne. Um, I, you got this. I believe in you. So that is your word of the day. Obstacles. So bye, Wayne. <laughs> so um, I hope that uh, for somebody out there, you've been on the downloads. I hope that helps you today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's turn this music off. And I have your... Um, it did not turn off. See? <laughs> Um, corny joke of the day. Ready, guys? What did one math book say to the other? Hmm? <laughs> it's kind of about what I was just talking about. I've got so many problems. Ba -bum -bum. Yeah. There's your corny, corny joke of the day. Um, all right. So countdown to Christmas, guys. It's coming quickly. 25 days, 16 hours, 7 minutes, and 12 seconds to go. Damn. Too quick. I have a couple more things to get, and I got to do it this week because I, I used to love going out and going Christmas shopping, but now people are so mean and selfish. You know what I mean? It's like they push you out of the way. Their dog pees on you in the mall. No, seriously, there's dogs in the mall, and they're not even... Um, you know, the dogs, uh, service dogs, they're just people with their dogs and they're peeing and pooping everywhere. It's like, no, I don't know. So I want to get it done, but I do like going to the mall during Christmas time. I just need to go during the week in the morning or something. I don't know. So, all right. So trending, um, if you haven't heard yet, I'm sure we all have, I mean, in this room, with somebody who's listening on the download, um, BP started Podbean Podcast Nation on Facebook, um, and it's trending. It's getting pretty big. It's pretty awesome. I'm glad, proud of you, BP. Um, so if you have a podcast or if you know somebody who does, they could go on um, Podbean Podcast Nation, join that. I don't know the whole process of joining it, but um, and be able to promote your show. Thank you, BP. Um, and then again, I had talked about the connecting through movies and their soundtrack starting tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Um, and then um, we're going to start up to some. See, that's awesome. And you haven't been doing it not even a month yet, right? That's pretty good. That's awesome. I, I saw somebody, oh, Marcos. Um, I can't remember the name of his show. I just got. It was weird. I got some, uh, yeah, a little over a month ago. I got some notification somehow. It was the first one that I've ever gotten this way. And I don't know if it's something that he did, but it was weird. I got a notification. It was like through Messenger or something that like listened to him. And so I went in and I was listening to him. And I think, I believe he has cerebral policy. I, I might be wrong with that. He, he, and I know he does have a disability he was talking about, um, but he did um, have a good little talk show. I enjoyed it. Um, so I, I should write down the name of it, but it was something with Marcos. Marcos was his name. So, um, BP's trending. So that one, um, so the holiday list, um, are you guys ready <laughs> for the holiday season? Um, I don't like to try to shop for small businesses. Um, it helps them a lot. 65% of uh, small businesses revenue come during the holiday season. So if you can find um, a small business that you like and that you can support um, to buy gifts for, 
during the holiday season, that's awesome. I have a few ideas for you on how you can support them. Uh, let's see. You, they're, they're saying that um, even if you have people from out of town or if you like a small business, but you don't know what to buy for them, buy gift cards from that small business because it's instant revenue for the company. And then the people can go pick out what they want. So buy gift cards from them. Um, another thing they said that you can do without even purchases in purchasing anything is if you purchase something in the past, write a good review during this time so people can see it and then they can go there. Uh, they also talk about um, if you're able to meet people there, if it's a coffee place, somewhere to eat, um, do that so that other people can um, find out about the place that you like. I know BP has a lot of those. Um, thank you, MBP Marcos Morales. Um, that was the show that I was in yesterday. BP has a ton of those little restaurants that he goes to in his area that he could write, you know, meet people at and stuff. It's great. Um, let's see. Uh, and then they said you can shop there. Um, another way is Amazon. I know some people really hate Amazon and some, I, I like them. I like them. They, I did not know that they had this. They have an area. If you search, put in the search bar, small businesses, or even support small businesses, it takes you straight to the site where there's just all small businesses and, and their deals that they get through Amazon. So I thought that was pretty cool. There's a whole bunch of them in there. Um, oh, he's one of my admins. Oh, nice. Nice. He seems like a really nice guy. I liked him a lot. So, um, Amazon, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, it just says here, I'll put it in the chat and then it shows the deals that will come up for Christmas time. And then I, and I talked about this also on Monday go, um, we have a bunch of lockers. In fact, I just ordered some stuff from Amazon and I don't want it coming to the house because there's Colorado, I think is number three or four and porch pirates. And I just don't trust it right now. Um, so there's a locker right down the street at the Seven Eleven. they have the lockers, but they're completely full. And so I had no idea, like I'm going to, once it comes, it's at the Ross, you know, Ross stores, Ross for less, if you guys have ever had those. Um, and I guess they said it's right inside the doors when you come in, they have lockers. So there's a lot of stores that have these lockers where you can go pick, pick up items that aren't too big. Um, and then, you know, they're safe. They're not being stolen. So remember, and it's right when you check out where it says, well, do you want it shipped to Denver, Colorado? You click no. And then you, and then you, if you let you punch in whichever zip code you're going to be closest to, and then it shows you where those lockers are. I think it's a great idea. I also heard they have some box you can buy. I've, I haven't looked this up yet, but it's some type of box with a lock on it that I don't know. If they, I'm guessing the Amazon people have codes to and they can open it and put your packages in it. Um, I don't know how big they are, if you rent them or if you buy them. I haven't looked into that one yet. I'll look into it and I'll tell you guys um, on Friday. Which, by the way, is the day before BP's birthday, everybody. Gotta remember that. 
Um, so uh, one of the first items on my list, so try to support small businesses if you can. Uh, I told you about this frame two years ago when I got it. Um, it's an Aura. Um, it's a live picture frame. And I actually got it for Christmas, I think four years ago. And it is my favorite gift of all time. Um, A-U-R-A, um, and I'll put it in the chat. I'll put the, uh, link there, but if you have, um, if you have a Costco card, they have them, they're cheaper and well, they have one, they're cheaper. You don't get a whole, you know, a bunch of choices. They have the one there that you can buy and it's under a hundred bucks at their website. They're anywhere from 120 up, but it's just a frame and you add pictures to it and it just continually scrolls. If the lights are out in the room, the picture frame automatically goes off. So it's not wasting electricity. Once the light comes on, the picture frame comes on. I can add people. I could add Bam Bam in Canada, give him the code and he could send me pictures to that frame. But that's my Ava frame. So there's only pictures of Ava on that frame, but that's what I'm saying. It's really cool. And it has unlimited storage. You don't have to buy a lot of them. You have to buy storage for the um, photos and then continually buy storage. This is unlimited. They have all the help you need. It's super, super simple to set up. It's a, it is a freaking awesome gift. I love, 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 love this frame. Can't talk enough about it. Um, and I'm like, and pay anything. So it's the aura, um, picture frame. That is my first thing on my list today. Um, that's probably the most expensive thing on my list today. Um, and then I have, um, this is super simple, uh, but I love these things too. So this can be both for men and women. Um, if you like, uh, you know, those bars of soap, like, oh, what is that? Sasquatch soap? For the guys, you know how it comes with big, thick soap? You can buy all those fancy soaps in the stores and stuff. Well, there's these little envelopes that you stick, and they're like a scrubby pad. And it opens up, and you stick that um, your, your soap in there, whatever bar of soap in there. And it folds back up, and it has a little end on it, so you can hook it in your shower. And, you, and it has a scrubber. So the soap comes through, and it makes it all foamy and stuff, and it scrubs all the dry crap off your body. I love those. And there's six in the package for $11.54. And again, that's on Amazon. I bought those. I still have, I think, two left out of the package of six I got last year. Um, I actually bought them um, for Lewis. So, and I stole a couple because I love them. They're just really great. And then on top of it, you can buy the little packages of soap you know, at the store, we uh, found the guys like the Satch Squatch. We also found this store. It's called Buff City Soaps. Um, I'm not sure where they all are um, in the country, but they make their own soaps. Some of the people that work there aren't the friendliest, but their soaps are nice. Um, so that's a great idea. You can get those little packages, scrubby little soap packages and a couple soaps. There you go. Nice little gift. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, package delivery boxes outside extra large mailbox. Thanks, BP. Is I wonder how much of that. Oh, this is from Walmart. Probably Walmart.com. 140 bucks. Oh, it kind of looks like <laughs> it kind of looks like the drop-off box when you when you go to the um to the mail post office and you go to drop off envelopes. You know, you drive up. 
and it op- and it, the top opens up. So it, it opens up to where you put the box in, and then the bottom has a key, so it's locked. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. It's kind of sad that we, we have to go through all these lengths to protect something that is ours. You know what I mean? That just is not cool. So, all right, soaps. Um, the next person on my list is Coffeeville Coffee. Uh, thank you, Yancey, for turning me on to Coffeeville Coffee. Uh, I will put, I have there a link for them also here somewhere. Uh, Coffeeville Coffee, there it is. Um, so they are, they connect between, um, their mission, I should say, is goes beyond the community, the bag that arrives at your doorstep. Um, they are using coffee to reinvest back into the community of Coffeeville and beyond. So um, I think that is important. And on top of it, nope, that is not the one. It's going to do the, the frame one all over again. Um, they have the Wayward Sun Coffee. That's the one that I've tried. It's really super good. They have it in medium dark roast. I got it in medium. Um, headliner and the K-Cup um, box. 20, those little pods, whatever those little pod cups thingy. <laughs> they have those too. So Coffee Vale um, Coffee in Kansas. Let me see. I tried. Hopefully it'll let me copy it. They kept doing the Aura frames. Holy, <laughs> it's one of those money. Hey, Dose, how are you? We're doing uh, some Christmas ideas. Uh, so there you go. There's for Coffeeville Coffee, um, Wayward Sun Coffee. So they help out people. I hope you're doing well, my friend. Um, another uh, company, small company that helps the community is um, the Women's Bean Project. I've never bought anything from them. They are located here in Denver, but they send it out all over the place. Um, their mission is Women's Bean Project provides job training and employment to women facing significant barriers to work, um, selling high quality food products made by these women to support their mission. So they're in training for six to nine months. Um, they learn career services classroom from focusing on life skills, individual class management. And when they graduate, they leave the program with a career entry level job that continues to stabilize their um, family life. So I think that that is important. So the women's bean project, and I think they have like, it's very simple. Like they had two different cookie things you can buy packages for, you know, cookie dough and then two different bean soup things. So, um, but still you're supporting a good cause and, um, it's an interesting gift. Well, some people might not like a bag of beans, but <laughs> I would, I would think it would be great if I knew, um, so many programs for women and nothing for men. You know what? I was, you know what can you say that I was actually looking and I saw this at the last minute last night or I would have um, continued to look a little bit longer, but I will, I'll look and see. And they should, um, b- because it's not out there just like this one was, you know what I mean? It's not as simple to find. I'm sure there is something. It's just not as, Oh, you know, it's for the women or it's, Oh, it's from black people or it's, Oh, it's from this person. You know, it's always this and and you're right. And then the men are left out. So I completely understand right there with your boyfriend. 
Um, and don't forget my favorite commercial. Um, you Don't you want to smell better naked? Remember my favorite commercial? Lumi deodorant? <laughs> you can rub it everywhere. Your pits, your privates, anywhere you don't want to stink. Hi, kids. <laughs> so don't forget, you'll smell better naked. And that is both for men and women. Um, LumiDeodorant.com. And I have no idea if it works. I've never bought it but these commercials have you seen the commercials oh my gosh they're out of control <laughs> she's like yeah you smell better naked and then those one was just like this little play i played it last week and i was like oh my gosh no but you know what i should i should say hey I, i'm talking about your product on my podcast send me some so i can tell them if it works or not right i should tell them that hi vickers welcome We'll see, but yeah, your pits, your privates, and and I think the what was the the commercial that even said your the girl the old lady meets it was like and she goes and for men you're pup and she goes you mean your enus and she cuts out the beginning of it. It was pretty funny. So anyway, so we have Coffeeville Coffee, um, the women's bean products, Lumi deodorant. Uh, what else is there? Oh, those soaps, um, scrubby packs that I got in the Aura pitcher frames. So yeah, we have some time before uh, the music starts. Let's see. Um, I had this. Have you guys seen the commercial for the Willy Wonka new Willy Wonka movie? First, I was just like, are they remaking it again? <laughs> Make sure you wash your hands. I wash my hands all the time there, mister. <laughs> um, I don't like it when they remake movies, but it looks kind of good in a way. I don't know. It looks interesting. It's supposed to be pre, pre, be pre when he was a kid and how he became Mr. Wonka. So I guess that's coming out on the 15th. And so IHOP is getting into it and they have a whole menu that is um, Willy Wonka. It's all purple. It's all purple. Um, there are purple pancakes. There are purple breakfast tacos. What the heck is that thing? It looks like a, well, let me see if it doesn't tell me with the picture. Um, it looks like a biscuit with some probably blueberries and then like some purple, fake purple colored stuff drizzled all over it, purple sauce. Um, and then they have two drinks. This drink looks really cool, though. Uh, it is a um, dreamy pickly pear lemonade. On the side of it, it's coated with like little sprinkly rainbow sprinkles and it's prickly pear. And then it has this big, Oh, it looks like a cloud coming off the side, which is cotton candy, which I'd never eat. It just looks, it just looks cool. And then there is a, um, I don't know, some type of coffee drink with gold sprinkles on it. So if you're into that, or even if your kids are into it, um, IHOP is starting that on the 15th. So, um, there you go. Women's Bean Project. We already talked about that. Thank you, Caps. I appreciate you. Hey, Chris. How are you? Good to see you. Um, we'll do a couple of these before I start the music. I have a quiz. 
And the quiz is, do you know which commercials these actors were in before they became famous? So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you about a little bit about the commercial, give you a hint and see if you guys can guess who the actor is. Okay. Now I'm going to be in two different screens. So bear with me. So, all right. The first one is corn pops. Hopefully you guys have corn pops where you are. Um, it's a cereal. Before winning three primetime Emmy Awards for acting in a critically acclaimed drama set in contemporary New Mexico, this performer had his pops in 1999 Kellogg's cereal commercial. Now, um, let's see if anybody's already got it. Uh, no. um, it, what it has to do with drugs. And it was on um, a paid network. That's all I'm going to give you. So, no, not Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, holy hell, I haven't heard you say that forever. <laughs> no. <laughs> Aaron Paul <laughs> from Breaking Bad. <laughs> um, Breaking Bad, Aaron Paul not only appeared in the Kellogg's corn pop commercial, but also a juicy fruit and vanilla Coke in the um, late 1990s and early 2000s. Um, Paul later guest starred on the show's ER, The X-Files. Oh, I never saw him on ER. I could see him on The X-Files. He's got that kind of stare um, before appearing in Breaking Bad. All right. The next one is Listerine commercial. Arguably the most recognizable and calming voice in Hollywood was once the mouthpiece for the mouthwash in the 70s. Who do you think that is? Huh? Hi, Omar. Welcome. Oh, my gosh. How did you guys get that? I don't even remember that. Oh, all three of you. Yes, it was Morgan Freeman. Um, let's see. Yeah, his voice. I don't ever remember that. Morgan Freeman, expansive filmography is nearly impossible to summarize, but his early 70s work included a Listerine act um, and roles on TV series, The Electric Company. I remember The Electric Company, but I don't remember. Gosh, I have to look back at him. I just remember the other guy. No, was that Reading Rainbow? Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Burger King. In um, 2023, you can catch the Boston native. Oh, shoot. I don't want to say this one. This one will give it away because I even talked about this commercial with him. Um, let's see. He's a Boston native, um, but before becoming a household name on an Oscar winning filmmaker, this actor appeared on a spot for Burger King in the 80s. Oh, <laughs> I was, if I said the rest of it, you would totally know. I talked about it um, on this podcast. He has a new commercial out. He's dating a famous singer um, who he actually, actually he's married. Isn't he married to her now? Are they, are they engaged? And they were engaged before. Mm-hmm. They were engaged before. Jenny from the block. Come on, guys. <laughs> Hi, William. Welcome. Ben Affleck. <laughs> so he was the one. And so they 
says the um, Boston native in a Duncan advertising with ice spice. And that was the commercial that I talked about with that weird girl ice spice. And you can't even understand what the hell she's saying. I'm like, what the heck did she just say? <laughs> I don't even know what she just said. All right, we'll move on. Um, commercial federal banking. Uh, I don't even know if anybody would know that. I have commercial federal bank. Maybe somebody's seen. I don't even know that bank. Less than a decade before winning her first six Oscar nominations, this actress enchanted audiences with a Grease parody in a 1997 commercial promoting the now defunct commercial federal bank. Maybe that's why I don't remember. Because it's... Um, she's been in a lot of things. Wait, let me see. Uh, I can't think of what else she was in, and I was trying to read this. Um, it's Amy Adams. Amy Adams first gained claim from her performance in the 2005 June Bug and became a household name in 2007, thanks to the Disney film Enchanted, which she was... Um, to commercials for the bank. Okay, here's a Pringles commercial. Now known as a Hollywood A-lister and considered one of the sexiest stars alive, this actor-producer appeared in ads for Pringles chips in the 80s. I don't remember that. Um, Let's see. Now, he was also... Married to no, not John Goodman. No, not John Goodman. He was also married to a Friends actress. <laughs> no, you guys are out of control. <laughs> um, Brad freaking Pritt, Pritt, you guys, bad freaking Brit. <laughs> That's who it is. While trying to establish himself in Hollywood. Oh no, the next one's going to be great. Brad Pritt worked several odd jobs in Los Angeles, including dressing up for a chicken at El Pollo Loco. What the hell? Are you kidding me? One of those times I was driving by when I was a little girl, young little Dina Joe in California, by that chicken at the El Pollo Loco. It could have been Brad Pitt that whole time. Holy hell. And the Pringles chips. So that was Brad Pitt. Who knew? El Pollo Loco was good, by the way. Good chicken. All right. Ready for this next one, guys? Preparation H. Best known for playing both. Who is this? Both playing both a silly sitcom father and a brutal drug lord on TV. This six-time Emmy winner got his start in the 80s doing commercials, including one where he talks about the soothing oxygen action of Preparation H. Who can it be? Oh, oh, now I know who it is. <laughs> it's not John Candy. Um, <coughs> Oh my gosh, you have me choking on my own spit. <coughs> I can't, the picture, he looks really different because um, he's smiling. Uh, no, not, oh, yes, yes. Who, who is it? Um, yes, Tuttles, yes, bam, bam, you got 
it. I'm Brian Cranston. In addition to early 80s preparation age, Brian Cranston, um, this picture just doesn't look like him, appeared in commercials for several products for Mars Bars, the Atari games, and yes, preparation age. So Brian Cranston. Oh, he was in Breaking Bad too, huh? You know, I've never seen that. I, I hear it's really good and then you need to watch it, but I need to see it. Thank you, Caps. So preparation H. All right. Let's see the next one. All right. Pillsbury. This Charlie's Angels star and daytime host got her start early on in the cookie commercial in 1979. Y'all know this one. <laughs> I, you behave now, Doss. <laughs> You're supposed to be nice to me. No, not Vera Fawcett. Um, uh, way, way after her time. Uh, she's got famous, a famous relative, a couple famous relatives. She, yes, Bam Bam. I was just going to say she was danced on top of somebody's desk. You, you got it. Drew Barrymore. Um, that's who uh, did the, the little soft, they show her with the soft baked cookies, but um, as a child actor, Drew Barrymore, first um, big part was in E.T., of course, beginning um, that would be a long field career. She has starred in multiple films with Adam Sandler, headlining in the Netflix show Santa Clarita Diet, uh, and hosts her own t um, talk show. I don't know that that's still on. And then at the age of four, she um, was the Pillsbury Dope. At the age of four, she was she was the Pillsbury Doughboy. It says was the Pillsbury Doughboy. What? You gotta look that one up. I didn't know anybody was the Pillsbury Doughboy. Hi, Mike. How are you? Fifty First Dates. That's a great movie. I think it's funny. Um, let's see. American Dairy Farmers. All right. Before becoming the most famous Hobbit. In fiction, this actor did an ad focusing on the importance of cheese and dairy. Come on, Caps. You can get this one. I don't know why. I'm just thinking maybe because he's from England, you might can know who he is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, you know, I, yeah. Famous for playing. He was a little hairy hobbit. <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched those movies. Um, let's see. A lot. No, not the Jura High Harry Hobbit. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. <laughs> no, not that. That is not what I meant, Gaz. I did not mean that you were Harry Hobbit. I meant that this actor is from England, and that's why you would know him. Oh my gosh! Slid <laughs> in mouth. Elijah Wood. Most famous for playing Frodo um, Baggins in the Lord of the Rings um, trilogy, Elijah Wood got his start in the early 90s advertising advertisements, had a small speaking role in um, Back to the Future Part 2, and popped up in Paula Abdul's music video as a child actor. Huh, I wonder which one that one. They should have put that in there, which one it was that he was in. He never slowed down after that. Acting consisted um, since the 90s appearing in projects like The Ice Storm, Eternal Sun um, Shine of the Spotless Mind, and the dark comedy series Wilford. 
So there you go. Elijah Wood. We'll do a couple more. Frosted Flakes. Um, we got a lot of Frosted Flakes in the chat right now. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't mean that you were a hobbit. Not at all. <laughs> and all the chills call me hobbit. <laughs> you get them there. You get them. Um, Frosted Flakes. Best, now best known as the infamous thorn in the side of a particular tv glee club this woman actor starred in the 1999 kellogg's cereal commercial as a tony the tiger enthusiast funny lady funny lady <laughs> oh let's see um it is jane lynch um, noted director Christopher Guest had the four Frosted Flakes commercial featuring Jane Lynch, who would later star in Guest Films, Best in Show, and Almighty Win in the early 2000s. So it was Jane Lynch. Um, let's see. Let me get to the music. Just going to see how many I have on here. Oh, okay. We are going to start. Um, I am doing 70s dance music today. So... We could finish this list another day because there's 50 of them on there. By the way, your countdown to Christmas, 25 days, 15 hours, 35 minutes to go and 43 seconds, 42, 41. It's coming quick. Any ABBA? Oh, I don't know. I did this. Um, I think so. I think there's ABBA in here. Um, yes, Dancing Queen. If there's another one that you'd like, my friend, let me know. Um, the first one that I do have on the list, though, today is um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, September. Um, so a little bit about that song. Although many people hear the first words in the chorus as party on, it's really bada-ya, bada-ya, B-A-D-A slash ya. Um, Allie Willis explained in her interview, I absolutely could not deal with the lyrics. They were so nonsense. Um, they didn't make sense. Um, are, are the lines that weren't complete sentences. And I'm exceedingly happy that I lost that ad attitude, she said. I went, um, you can't leave bada-ya in the chorus. That means nothing, she said. But Morris said, no, that I feel great about it. That's what people are going to remember. We're leaving it. We did other stuff, and that's always sounded kind of clunky. Thank God. So here they are, Earth, Wind, and Fire with September.
Welcome T-Z-S-D-D-X-I-R. That is September, Earth, Wind, and Fire, off the album The Best of Earth, Wind, and Fire, Volume 1, in 1978. It charted number three in the UK and number eight in the US. All right, we're going to move on to Little Commodore's Brick House. Little Brick House. Uh, let's see a little bit about that song, and it is a little bit. Lionel Richie stated that the song title is a play on the expression, built like a... Okay, cover your ears, Mike. Built like a brick shit house. And to remember, I was like, what the hell does that mean? Referring to a strongly built woman, because I was like, I have never heard that expression before. If somebody said, you're built like a shit house, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Full smack across the face. But I guess it's a compliment. I don't know. Here's Brick House Commodores. Oh, it's a saying in England? Not fish and chips. <laughs> fish and chips? No. <laughs> Here, I'm going to look it up. A big lad who works out. Yeah, it's kind of what it says. Um, to be built like a brick shit house, said of a man, means to be very solidly built and muscular. When a woman is said to be built like a brick shit house, it means she is very shapely. 
Who, who picked that? <laughs> Built like an Amazon. <laughs> Just letting it all hang out. That's a fact. Ain't no nothing bad. Shake it down, shake it down now. 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 That's the Commodore's Brick House. It charted, um, it's off the Commodore's 1997. Charted number 32 in the UK and number five in the US. All right, we're going to move on to a little Stevie Wonder. Um, the song is Sir Duke. Um, Stevie wrote this song as a tribute to music, specifically Duke Ellington, who passed away in 1974. Ellington was a jazz band leader and composer who was a big influence on Wonder. I knew the title from the beginning, but wanted it to be about the musicians who did something for us, Stevie said. So soon they are forgotten. I wanted to sh uh, show my appreciation. They gave us something that is supposed to be forever. And that's the basic idea of what we do and how we hook it up. Here's Stevie Wonder, Sir Duke. Thank you, Caps. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Mike. Thank you all. Music is a word with a language we all understand. With an equal opportunity, all the singing and clapping hands. And with a voice like Gallup ringing out, there's no way the man can move. 
I think they would go crazy, Mike. I think England, honestly, would be one of the funnest places to go watch a sport because essentially you just have so much fun. That is Sir Duke, Stevie Wonder, off the album Songs in the Key of Life, 1976. It charted number two in the UK, number one in the US. We're going to move on to um, some Peter Brown. A little uh, Dance With Me is the name of the song. Uh, Dance With Me is the 1978 international hit single recorded by Peter Brown. It was the second release from his first LP and became his greatest hit. Backing vocals was provided by Betty Wright, along with her girlfriends, Patricia Hurley and Wildflower. In the United States, Dance With Me peaked at number eight on the Billboard um, Pop Singles Chart and number nine in Canada. Um, the song did best in New Zealand, where it rich, reached number three. So here's Dance With Me, Peter Brown. got our roller skates on today. <laughs> is that and then I started listening to it and I'm like oh my gosh I totally remember this song Thank you. 
I tuned with my hand. We're dancing, Tulin. <laughs> Dance with me. Gotta keep on making me high. Gotta keep on making me high. Caps, I still think you... You said one, two years ago, I remember, you said we should have a dance-off, and it never happened. We need to see if we can do that. Have your family dancing, me dancing, getting all crazy, have a little dance-off. Because I was talking about how that was that English cook, and he was at a party, and the guy, they were having like a dance-off, like the guy would dance. And then the other guy would dance. And then one guy would dance. <laughs> dance with me. One of it, it was funny. Because I was like, do guys really do that? They had a dance off. It was like the old, um, oh gosh, you know, when they used to, on the pieces of cardboard where they would get down and they would do all that. <laughs> I can't think what it's called. <laughs> Break dancing. Yes, thank you. They went at the prank dance off. <laughs> thank you, BP. You could read my brain. <laughs> you and Bam Bam know what I'm thinking. <laughs> All right, that's a little Peter Brown bringing back the memories with Dance With Me. Um, we're going to stop him so we can move on with a little Michael Jackson um, with Rock With You. This was written by Rod Temple Temperton, who was the keyboard player and primary songwriter in the group Heatwave. He wrote um, their 1977 song, Boogie Nights which got the attention of Michael Jackson's producer, Quincy Jones, who enlisted Temperton to write some songs for Jackson. The arrangement worked out quite well. This first song he wrote for Jackson was Rock With You. The song is um, about dancing, but a sexual subtext is clear. Jackson wants a girl to relax and let the music take over her body. But when they share the beat of love, that, it's not likely to happen on the dance floor. All right, well, <laughs> here it is. Rock with you, Michael Jackson. Hi, Chill Jelly. Good to see you. We came in just in time. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. It's good. Dude, <laughs> it's a dog. 
<laughs> it used to be a goat, I thought, a long time ago. <laughs> Mike loves cats. He sees cats everywhere. <laughs> A 20 pound cat. Holy cow. <laughs> you have a cat with an extra toe? <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Good to see you. I hope you're well. Oh. Well, wait a minute. Did you just like decide to start counting his toes one day and saw that he had an extra toe? How did you know? I mean, because their, their little paws aren't that big. How did you know that? <laughs> One on each foot? There, it must just be a bigger paw, huh? Oh, the vets. I was just saying, how did you get some good eyes? Some good eyes. A little bit better than Mike's eyes this morning. Helping you out there, my friend. <laughs> All right, that's Michael Jackson. Rock with you. Um, let's see, it charted number seven in the UK, number one in the US, off the album, Off the Wall, 1979. All right, here's one you probably haven't heard in a very long time, because um, I know I hadn't. Um, Low Down by Bob Skaggs. I'm like, oh my gosh, Bob Skaggs. Skaggs wrote this song on a keyboard player, David um, Potch, who would later form the band Toto and write many of their hits. Lowdown was the first song that Skaggs and Potts wrote together. In an interview, um, Boz explains, we took off for a weekend to get away outside of LA, um, where there was a piano and stayed up all night banging around ideas. We hit on Lowdown, and then we brought it back to the band and recorded it. We were just thrilled with that one. That was the first song that we had attempted, and it was magic. So here it is, Lowdown, Bob Skaggs. Oh, you heard it last week? <laughs> Thank you, Chill Jelly. This whole playlist reminds me of you, BP. Thank you. 
Nothing you can't handle. Nothing you ain't got. Put your money on the table. Find Turn on that old love life. Lowdown, Bob Skaggs off the album Silk Degree. I don't know if I already said it charted 28 in the UK, number three in the US. All right, so we're going to move on to some ABBA um, Dancing Queen. This was written by ABBA's member Bjorn and Bunny. And they said, regarding the lyrics, night is young and the music is high. Many listeners interpret this as a statement that the music makes you feel high. In Abba's part of the world, however, it simply means that the music is loud. Um, according to the BBC Radio 2 D, um, D DJ Chris Evans, when the song was played at the Windsor Castle event, Queen Elizabeth said, I always try to dance when this song comes on because I am the queen and I love to dance. So here is Abba, Dancing Queen. Da, 
<laughs> you would be having fun and have so much energy, Chris. <laughs> Friday night and the lights are low Looking out for a place to go Where the people have music I got you, BP. It just came through. off the album Arrival 1976 and that would chart number one in the UK and number one in the US. ABBA. Alright. Um, this next one is for BP um, who uh, again is birthday Saturday so you're not going to see him before then. Gotta wish him a happy birthday. Uh, this is a great song. I've always loved, loved, loved this song. And then I was like, I read about what it's about. <laughs> it's about prostitutes, young girls and prostitutes. But we won't think about that. We'll just think it's a, this neat song that you grew up listening to. Um, Nick um, Gilder, Hot Child in the City. Mm -hmm. 
She's a hungry child. No one knows where he is or what her name is. I don't know where she came from or what her game is. A child in the city. A child in the city. Running wild and looking pretty Hot child in the city So young to be loose and on her own Young boys, they all want to take her home She goes downtown, but the boys all stop and stare. She goes downtown, she walks like she just don't care. Yeah, hot child in the city, hot child in the city, running wild and looking pretty. Thank you, Caps. Thank you, BP. next song on the list. Where did my list go? <clears throat> it is The Hustle, Van McCoy. The Hustle by Van McCoy is a peppy disco track that seeks the uplift and encourage listeners to let loose and enjoy themselves while dancing phenomenon at the time. Or ice, um, not ice skating, roller skating. Um, that's what we used to always listen to when we were roller skating. Here's Van McCoy, The Hustle. Thank you, Bam Bam. I, I was in the other one. I totally missed it. Thank you. I'll get it on next. Do it. 
We need to all have like a, like a central meeting place where there's a roller rink and we can all meet and go roller skating and have fun. That would be fun. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> to the hustle. It seems like these the disco time era was just like a happy time. I don't know. Probably wasn't, but. That is Mia McCoy, The Hustle, off the album Disco Baby in 1975. It charted number three in the UK and number one in the US. All right, I got my request here that I didn't see. I'm so sorry. I was being rude. Um, here is Ava SOS for you, Bam Bam. Hi, Miss Ellie. I hope you're well. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. I'm glad you're doing well. Thank you. 
Sorry, I didn't see that in the chat earlier. <laughs> I'm going through all different screens. All right, we're going to move on to You Make Me Feel Mighty Real by Sylvester. The song was originally recorded as a mid-tempo piano-driven gospel song. However, um, after producer Patrick Cowley saw a rehearsal of the song at a San Francisco City club, he offered to remix the song. The results was one of the pioneering disco records using some electronic instrument instrumentation and effects. Um, during an interview, You Can Make Me Feel Mighty Real um, made it cute. It ranked Q Magazine, excuse me, number 677 in their list of 1,001 best songs ever in 2003. Pitchfork Media um, featured the song in their 500 songs that defined the last five, 50 years of the LGBTQ plus pride. Oh, gosh. In 2018. Anyway, here's Sylvester. You make me feel mighty real. Thank <laughs> you. 
guys for all the likes. I appreciate you guys so much. All right, that is Sylvester with You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. Um, that is, um, let's see, off the Step 278 album. It charted number eight in the UK and number 20 in the US. All right, we're going to play this next one. I don't have any information on it, but just it's funny. Ring my bell, Anita Ward. Ring my bell. 
All right, that is Nita Ward with Ring My Bell. And I have, I'm gonna see if I can bring it up on here real quick, bam, bam, because uh, it'll play better. Come on, you stupid thing. Uh, there it is. All right, he's requesting, oh! <laughs> And there we go. He's requesting this because we are family here in this chat. Um, you know, it might be small and that's the way I like it. Nice and cozy. Um, Y'all mean something to me. And uh, thank you for uh, suggesting the song. It's perfect. Thank you, Bam Bam. We are family. The 1970 Pittsburgh Pirate song, huh? again. because I know that any one of you would be there for me or for anyone else in this chat for that meeting. And I know that I would be there for you guys. And it's so true. Um, this app has caused a lot of misery for people, but let me tell you, it sure has uh, a lot of great folks in it too. So um, there's a lot of good with the bad. So I, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys more than anything in the world. I say that all the time and I'm not, um, what is it? What do they say? Something 
blowing wind up your butt. <laughs> what do they say? I'm not doing that. I truly mean it. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to leave you guys like I always leave you if I can find it. Um, here we go. Oh, that's too low. We got to do it again. <laughs> we got to do it again. <laughs> yes, you are right. I've met and created genuine friendships. I agree with you 100%, Michelle. It's so, so true. And God, don't you just wish you could go and hug some of those people? Sometimes I just wish I could just hug them. Anyway, be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. It's going to try to don't let it. And if nobody's told you lately, I love and appreciate you guys very, very much. So have a great rest of your day. And I will remember, oh yeah, tomorrow is our first, the new segment, Connecting. Um, what, what did I name it? Connecting um, with through movies and the soundtrack. Uh, we're starting that tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Um, the the link to watch the movie and um, pump up the volume is on the Dina Joe Facebook Dina Joe podcast Facebook page. Let me get that together. Um, the link is there for pump up the volume. Um, we're gonna all kind of watch it. Starts at seven together in our own houses, and then have a live chat to chat during the movie on Podbean, starting at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So that's starting tomorrow. It's a new one. Um, and then on Friday, I will play the soundtrack to that movie. So that should be fun. Another another thing for us to just hang out if you have time and be around friends, be around nice people. So I hope to see you there. Uh, anyway, love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. One, two, yes, bam, bam. I, I, I'll talk to you later about it. But love you guys. Bye.